even if it's simple as breathing and uh, being a light or shining a path and a light for someone to choose to take their power back and to to choose a different possibility. Because that's what changes it. I tell people, my coaches and my elders say, you want to change the world, it starts with you. And just because we're not out on a platform with 20,000 people right now, us getting free of our own things helps. One of my elders says 350,000 people get free. So just because you're not out there with a big impact and movement, your willingness to breathe and to work on yourself and because conscious and uh, present and, you know, whoever said consciousness was going to be easy. Look at this planet. It's requiring us to really be present and conscious of what has gotten created. And we're all part of that collective agreement. Hey, everyone. I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passionate life. I've had some ups and downs for sure. And the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself, to slow down and really listen and trust your body, yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you. What's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening and as always, sending you Hello and happy Friday, everyone. Um, I am back this week with another episode. Um, In this episode, I talked to Wendy Wise, who's the founder of Wendy Wise Healer and the Wise Method. Uh, She's First Nation Indigenous Energy Healer and Wellbeing Advocate, born with gifts of vision and wisdom. And she really shares so much wisdom on this podcast. Um, I'm so grateful to have been able to sit and talk to her just about um, how really like how you can heal yourself and in doing so like healing the collective, especially I think at this time, it's, um, really crucial to do that, to do that inner work and just know that when you are healing yourself, you're not just healing yourself, you're healing, you're healing us as you're healing, you know, the collective as a whole. Um, she gives us her wise breathing technique, um, which is super helpful in, Staying present, centering yourself. Um, so this is just a really, really great episode. I'm so, so, um, so excited to bring it to you. And I was so excited to, to be able to sit and speak with Wendy and just hear her insight and her wisdom. Um, this past week, one thing that she does talk about, um, there's certain, you know, things that you can do to kind of like ground yourself and bring yourself into the present moment and like begin healing. And one of those is really connecting with the elements, um, you know, be it earth, air, water, whatever element it is that you that you connect with. And this past week, I actually went down, um, we I took a little mini vacation with the kids and went down by the water. And for, I think we were there for three days. And Um, I mean, I did journal, but I didn't meditate, but I just felt so at peace on the water. And as someone who grew up on the ocean, the water is so calming for me. And I sometimes you forget in like the busyness of life, how calming and grounding these elements can be. So it was really cool to kind of like firsthand experience that that aspect of her healing method. And really just 
feel that sense of calm and peace for those days that I was um, down by the water. And it's definitely something I'm going to incorporate more of, um, you know, getting out in nature a lot more. So again, I'm so excited to bring you this episode. Um, So I will not speak too much, too much longer. Just, uh, just know, you know, any healing that you do, any work that you do on yourself is really just, is not only for yourself. It is for the masses. It is for the collective. It is so that we can progress further. Um, And so I really hope that um, this episode is as powerful to you as it was for me. Um, And so as always, I'm sending you all so much, so much love and light. All right. Well, I just want to welcome Wendy Wise to the podcast. Um, I thank you so much for being on here today for having this conversation with me. And I really just honor your time and you for being here. Um, uh, Would you like to tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you got here? Thank you so much. Uh, So my name is Wendy Wise. I am First Nation. I came through as a healer. My nation is Chickasaw. Uh, I'm also uh, German as well. So I grew up in uh, a family in uh, Southern California. And I grew up around a lot of wealth. I also grew up around a ton of dysfunction. And both of those things kind of helped me cultivate who I am and where I function from now, especially on the planet with everything going on for people. Uh, Learning what I I wanted to create and what I definitely didn't based on what I saw around me. Uh, I came through as a healer, so I have gifts of wisdom and... um, uh, can speak prophecy and some other things from my nation. And then I'm considered a hands-on hands-off healer. So I see people from all over the world and people usually come to me for the big three, which is a uh, relationship with self or others, uh, money, uh, business, and then, re- and then health. So health, wellness, well-being. And right now, you know, any one of those three uh, are really timely given uh, the current conditions. Uh, and so I work with people all over the world. And when the typically I have a big background in alternative medicine, um, for the last 30 years. And when the, where I'm in park city, Utah, and we, um, are a resort town or an international destination. And my sense was we had people having weird illnesses way before the, kind of the COVID got announced in the pandemic. And so, uh, we got shut down very early cause we were considered a hotspot. And one of my revenues, uh, one of my largest got shut down immediately. Well, I follow energy uh, because to me, everything is energy. And the only thing we can manage uh, is energy. And so I had the awareness prior to all of that to put things online, to get infrastructure to energetically pivot. And I'm really grateful I did that because we got shut down within about 48 hours um, of me kind of doing some different positioning and and recognizing things and following energy. And now I'm happier. I create more and generate more. I'm helping more people and I serve more than when I was in my uh, physical space um, working with people. So for me, the people that I've spoken to, even though it doesn't look like it right now is a blessing if you allow it to be, because it's allowing people to really look at what's working, what isn't, uh, how they can have emotional resiliency or manage their energy and then really strengthen their tools, which is what I give people all day, as I'm sure you do. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've, I've thought that so many times. This is such a time we're so busy in life, like constantly, we just never really kind of stop to face ourselves. And I think this, you know, last three months, I know I've been sitting, you know, even for me, who's like been doing the work, just a lot still comes up. 
Mm-hmm. Because we're constantly so busy. Um, have you always known that you were going to be a healer? Was that sort of like always a path for you? Yeah, thank you for asking. So my parents were entrepreneurs and my dad was born in 1920. So I'll actually be uh, 53 in a couple of weeks on the solstice. So I've been around for a while. And uh, my dad was born and he, he lived and um, worked through the Great Depression. So for him, this time right now, he taught me a lot going through it because back in those days, just like now, the entire foundation of the country and the planet was rocked. People recognize there's no such thing as control. Security, safety are an illusion. And resources can be unpredictable and unstable. So for me, part of how I learn and I function from now the wise method, the wise way of being, is the ability to to use, be resourceful, regardless of resources. Be aware. So your self-awareness and aware of what's going on around you, your sense, your intuition, your knowing. And also to tap into, uh, for me, it's always indigenous tools. Um, And so my parents were entrepreneurs and they taught me business and they taught me uh, how to function and plan. And so I, it, it's interesting because it, it's similar to a resonance and an energy that's on this planet right now, because things are so unstable for people. Uh, So my target is always to be more resourceful and that's when the tools show up. And when I, want to serve and impact more to help people who maybe don't have those resources or live through that in my story, you know, and what I've been able to create and generate for people. Mm-hmm. And so look, for people, like what would their first steps be like in all in this, you know, in the journey for themselves and yeah, well, the first step is to breathe in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, besides willingness. So every one of us right now gets to look at where we're functioning from and what is working and what isn't, because there's no better time when you're all the distractions of the things that we were typically distracted by the busy or the go, 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 or the do, do, do. um, Those have all kind of come to a hard stop and had people have had to pump the brakes on for different reasons. So for me, um, the willingness to go there and to look at things and to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. As as human beings, unfortunately, we don't change from comfortability, right? We change from being uncomfortable. And right now, could it be any more uncomfortable? We have, uh, we're going to go through a full moon here, a strawberry full moon. We've got an eclipse happening. There's three eclipses in this month. Um, you know, it's going to be a buckle up kind of, you know, uh, yippee ki kind of time on this planet. And in my interesting point of view, this isn't going to be our first rodeo with this. We are going to have intense years and there's going to be things that are going to get created. And there will be a lot of things that get out created and blessings that come through it if they let, if people let themselves. So I say the willingness is the first thing. The second, the second thing is to, or first is to make sure you breathe. Um, I teach a wise breathing technique that if you want, I'll share with you mm-hmm. and your listeners, or they can go to a, um, uh, link and get it. Um, because the way that we breathe helps people become present, be conscious and have consciousness and have presence in their day uh, and take their power back, right? When there's so so much instability and then just teaching people tools, like no, who has tool, who's had enough tools for this time in our life that's unprecedented. So no one ever. So the time is really to cultivate and seek tools and seek out people who can contribute to you and help you. And with love and respect, 
we can no longer stay and validate what is not working for us. We have to collaborate to help each other with our greatness, even if it's simple as breathing and uh, being a light or shining a path and a light for someone to choose to take their power back and to to choose a different possibility. Mm -hmm. Because that's what changes it. I tell people, my coaches and my elders say, you want to change the world? It starts with you. And just because we're not out on a platform with 20,000 people right now, us getting free of our own things mm-hmm. helps. One of my elders says 350,000 people get free. So just because you're not out there with a big impact and movement, your willingness to breathe and to work on yourself and because conscious and uh, present and, you know, whoever said consciousness was going to be easy. Look at this planet. It's requiring us to really be present and conscious of what has gotten created. And we're all part of that collective agreement. First nation people believe we dream each other up at such a time as this. So we're all here for a reason. We all have a purpose. We're all miracles on this planet. Mm -hmm. And now's the time. And and with love and respect, there are different timings for different people. So my target is to choose kindness and to recognize that people function from an interesting point of view or way of being Mm -hmm. and not people wrong because they're not there yet whatever there is for them yeah absolutely and I do like I I completely agree it it really starts within yourself I think you can't truly you know go out and and cause like a big change or or anything if you haven't really done the work within yourself Mm -hmm. it's extremely important step and keeping it simple right now more than ever is a really good thing. So yeah. even breathing and yeah. being out in nature, being in the elements, and, you know, smiling at somebody, um, reaching out, connecting with someone, mm-hmm. keeping it really simple is a very good thing because things are so complex and complicated right now. Yeah. And we create that as human beings. I mean, when do we make things easy for ourselves? No, no we certainly don't. Okay. <laughs> Things are simple, but we don't really make them easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like you said, that willingness and awareness to understand, you know, when we're triggered by things or when things come up to really like look into what that is and not just like shove it off and and point the finger and blame somebody else. Because it's easy to do that. It's harder to really understand what it is. Yeah. So as human beings, you know, you know, uh, a lot of times for people, it's easier to blame and project than to take self-responsibility and recognize that we all co-create and collaborate on things, whether they work or not. And, and that, you know, it's it's showing up tenfold right now of what is not working currently on this planet. So there is no going back. There is no new normal. There is your willingness to be uncomfortable and recognize that that's where the change comes and what are the blessings. So for me, it's this or greater. And when I'm uncomfortable, which this week, you know, several times during the week, I'm willing to sit with it because I don't look at it as a problem that needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to sit with the uncomfortability and myself and look and go within my power comes from within. So when I read for people, when I vision, when I'm facilitating people, if I can see it, they can too. The difference is, is that I don't have their story around it. Mm-hmm. So my target is to teach people and empower them to know what they know for themselves. Otherwise I'm not doing my job well. Yeah. So um, I also get to stay out of judgment with that and let, and, and not decide for them or be superior to them and what they could or should be doing mm-hmm. because each of us is on our own journey. Yeah. And where do you think that 
that disconnect comes. So I think just a lot of people are so disconnected with themselves and with any, any sort of way to connect back to themselves. Yeah, that's a great question as well. Uh, well, this reality really teaches us from the time that we're born, how to think, act, feel, look, should, don't do, do this, don't do that. It's all learned behavior because none of us come in, came in as babies like this. So if that's true, that means we can also pattern interrupt and put other things in its place. And this reality really teaches you to be right. It teaches you to be smart. It teaches you to look outside of yourself for validation or information or um, for, for whatever that is, instead of being able to go within. You know, I've, I've said before, and you probably heard this analogy, you can buy anything in this country uh, or this planet with an instruction manual except for us. So when was the last time someone taught you how to go within and, and, and know, be, perceive, receive, have your own knowing, your own self, your own awareness, have your own tools and tool bag and toolkit, which you're going to, all of us are going to require a lot right now, which is part of what this is about, uh, this stepping into, um, you know, uh, going within and, and empowering ourselves to know what we know for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that for yourself yet, who can contribute and facilitate that and help you? Because a lot of people have helped me get where I'm at and I've learned from. Um, and I still, you know, I work with a lot of people and coaches and facilitators because uh, I'm too close to my own stuff and my own story. Mm-hmm. So uh, can you empower yourself or take your power back and recognize it's not a them? It's, it's a we and if you if we want to be the energy we want to see on the planet, then we get to take self responsibility for that, mm-hmm. and um, not in a blame, shame, regret, guilt kind of way, but just like okay, so now what would I like to choose? You know, if I wasn't being whatever I'm being, what could I be instead? What could I choose instead? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this planet really teaches you three uh, D reality to be externally referenced for everything to look outside. And my target is always to empower people and teach them to be internally referenced. Yeah. Uh, and that way you don't require self-esteem or validation or someone else's authority and voice. You can listen to your own intuition because we all have it. All of us have gifts and capacities. Um, they're, they're different, which is what makes the world go around, which is amazing. Some people want to tap into that. Some don't. Some want to be consciousness Some and choose conscious presence. Some people don't. Don't, and that's okay. That's what makes the world go round. The question is, can we be a part of um, what people would call the solution versus I don't really talk in uh, problem solution um, and I don't talk in polarities, meaning good, bad, right, or wrong. Not to say that there aren't dark forces that feed off this kind of energy right now, right? So our target is to raise our vibe and to be the light and to create a tipping point um, for people that want to choose that and energy in the right direction, not in a right, wrong way. Um, cause from my interesting point of view, anytime there's a polarity on energy, it can't change. It gets locked and stuck in a good or bad energy. So in order for things to change, we have to be willing to allow an infinite possibility to come through, mm-hmm. which means having a point of view about it is not going to allow it to change. So if, if I have a point of view about something, well, let me ask this. When you're being judged for something or you're angry or you're harsh with something, how willing are you to change from that energy? You're not. Yeah. So our target is to 
you know, create freedom from ourselves within that, not be locked and locked lock and stuck in a good, bad, right, or wrong energy and allow an infinite possibility to come through. And more now more than ever, we really, I mean, we gosh, we could use that like yesterday with everything going on, right? Yeah, totally. And chaos isn't always bad in terms of energies. You know, the planet renews itself and regenerates a little bit through chaos. Um that's how she, you know, that's how she works and some of the elements work. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but internal chaos in terms of drama, trauma, that kind of stuff, it just, it never gives a good outcome in my yeah. humble opinion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know I was, so I just touching on a few things that you had said, I was raised in a family that was not necessarily spiritual or really in touch with themselves or anything like that. And so it took me going through like multiple, multiple like toxic cycles and ending up in an abusive marriage and just like getting to that, that super uncomfortable. Like I couldn't, I didn't even know like who I was anymore. It's like actually kind of open up to that and change and then start to look within and figure out like, but also to your point, we do like, I know for me personally, because I had spent so long having other people tell me what to do, what to think, what to feel, how to act. And when you're left without that and all this like freedom, it is overwhelming. Like, well, what do I want to do? You know, it's like having to break from, I I try and make a point now to like not ask for advice. Like I might vent to people or express things, but I specifically say like, I'm not necessarily because I don't want that to influence, you know, my decisions because I really do think it is like you said, breathing and kind of turning within and, and finding that within yourself. Yeah. And there's an energy, you know, where people, uh tend to look from a place of like i i from an interesting point of view i don't hold space for other people because i think that gets a little bit misidentified and misapplied Mm -hmm. for people because then they're holding on to other people's energy that doesn't it creates confusion in their field and right now people with they don't know their own energy signature they don't know where they start and stop there's so much noise and so much, so many things going on in the planet. It's hard to hear your own knowing and where you start and stop and in your field, in your energetic space. Mm-hmm. So for me, my target is always to empower people and teach them where they start and stop to know what they know for them, uh, to be able to recognize outside influences and energies and opt out and not take it on. So the analogy I give is being a boulder in the stream a giant boulder and all the water goes around you and you're aware of the water. You know what the water's doing. Uh, You can read the water. You can intuit the water. You don't have to take the water on and run it through your body Mm -hmm. or do anything with the water. The water can flow around you. And that's really where I function from in a space of allowance. uh, Cause then I don't go down the rabbit hole, you know, and buy someone's story. And Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of people validating let me say this with love and respect because this may be taken the wrong way. And I want to make sure I'm very clear. It's what I say is that I don't want to validate other people's feelings. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. What I'm meaning by that in clarifying is my target and what I see in the human potential of that person is if they, if they knew what I saw, they would never doubt themselves or have Mm -hmm. self-esteem issues or self-worth ever again. So my target is not to validate past feelings that no longer serve them. It's to see them in their light and their greatness and show them the way. Mm -hmm. So then the path. And 
I tease people that like as a human being, I make mistakes all day. Like I'm the Lucille ball. I like do the funniest stuff all the time. I'm like hilarious in my power, in my tools and my knowing my gifts and capacities that I came here with in this planet. I'm completely unshakable, hundred percent unshakable. So I know what I know, what I know, what I know. That doesn't allow me to not also be human and be wrong sometimes in my humanness, yeah. in my powers and my knowing what people to come to me for and seek me out for, unshakable. So there's a difference there where I allow myself and I recognize that the messages, they come through me for other people. Um, and I also get to have my human experience and, um, and to grow and to learn from that. And as a I'm not a shaman. I don't consider myself one. Um, I'm an ancient indigenous healer and there's terms for it that um, aren't, there aren't really English words for that kind of makes sense. But as a true shaman or an indigenous healer, the older they get or the longer they are on the planet or on this journey, the less that they know. And so it's not that I can't be an authority, but we look at things opposite where the more we think we know about things, the, the less the ability to learn and see things with fresh and new eyes. So if people are struggling right now, you know, I would let them know that breathe and to recognize that there will be blessings out of this. We're too close to it to know what those will be. Mm -hmm. Things will change, you know, and change is a good thing. It's what we ask for as human beings. Things cannot stay the same because it doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, given, you know, given everything and all, all of the energy that is here, I know you said breathe. If, if you're okay with sharing that method on here, I would love if you could share that. Yeah, for sure. And it's something that you can, you and, and whoever that your listeners are uh, can teach to their children and to other people. Uh, Cause what would it take for us to each take a collective breath together right now? Yeah. We could probably mm-hmm. really use it without deciding for other people. Mm-hmm. We can probably all really use a breath. So there's different ways of breathing and different spiritual practices will teach you different things and none of them are wrong. They're just, I use them for this particular breath for certain reasons. One of them is, is that the gateway between the head and the heart is the breath. Uh, Back before we had big pharma and medications and nutraceuticals and supplements, we had very simple things. We had simple elements, right? Uh, So one of the ways that we change energy the fastest, and I'll give this um, to your listeners if that's okay, is choice. And people sometimes lose sight of that. Every breath we're given, we're given choice. We are. And so in order to empower ourselves and take our power back and not be at the effect of circumstances and the victim to things, we get to recognize that we do have a choice. And we energetically vote with our dollars or our energy all day long. And so you choose the direction, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing is laughter. So I tell people get a sense of humor, like even if you have to buy it and it does not matter how twisted it is right now because laughter breaks and change energy very quickly. Mm-hmm. The other thing is elements. So I tell people go out in nature, go move. It's free, right? Nature, mother earth, we walk with her, not on her. The elements, the plant, the tree, the plant people, the trees, uh, all the things that are out there are there to support us and sustain us. Um, on this planet and we are in communion and relationship with them and then sound. So healing vibration, sound vibration, those kinds of things. So the other thing that I really utilize and uh, encourage people is the breath and how they're breathing. So breathing is life, right? You, in order to be on this planet with a body, you gotta have, you gotta be able to breathe. 
So back in the day before big pharma, the um, military and the psychiatric wards used to use this particular kind of breathing to help people become conscious and present and have presence very quickly and tip them back into their bodies and out of the adrenal stress or fatigue or the freak out or the anxiety or the chaos or um, any kind of what I call head chatter or head trash. So what I have people do, most spiritual practices have you breathe through your nose. I actually have people breathe through their mouth. It's a somatic body way of breathing. And you're going to take breath and you're going to breathe in your mouth and out your mouth, equal parts in and equal parts out. And um, it sounds like you're a little bit heavy breathing back and forth. um, And that's okay. Uh, the only thing I say is don't do this while you're driving because you might get a little spacey flow to your dizzy. Mm-hmm. People are not used to and forgot. We forget sometimes as human beings. And we learn this in school because it's part of physics. It's, it's um, you know, like the law of gravity. It just is. We are the space between molecules as human beings. And if things feel very dense and very heavy or chaos or someone's having a meltdown or there's things going on, we can create space between the molecules by how we breathe in our bodies to let go of some of that density, allow some space to come in. If a child's having a meltdown, someone's injured, there's intensity in the room that you're in. You can breathe consciousness and present and presence in the room and in your body. And our bodies are first home and everything else is the outward reflection. So right now, if you can breathe for yourself, for your people, for your community, for our planet, for our countries, what better gift than for us to breathe and help each other. So equal parts in, equal parts out. It sounds like this. Now you try. So start breathing. Equal parts in, equal parts out. Does the time matter? Nope. And you might get a little spacey flow to your dizzy. What it does is it brings people conscious and present in their bodies. It kicks them out of their head into their body. And you want to just use open mouth breathing in your mouth, out of your mouth, equal parts in, equal parts out. Now I do have people who think this is way too simple and they won't do it. Or I tell people you could do this 800 times a day because you're going to repattern, interrupt a pattern and repattern yourself to breathe a certain way. This, the wise breathing technique is probably the most profound technique that people use. I have the, the guy that developed the first yoga clothing. He's a yogi and he used to travel all over the world to all these spiritual teachers. And he's like, Wendy, you know, I don't always understand like what you're saying, um, the language that you're speaking in terms of learning um, from you. But the one thing that has changed my life is the wise breathing, the ability to somatic and, and conscious breathe, consciously breathe. So people are willing to choose that. Uh, it's so simple that people actually miss it. It's very, very um, profound in terms of a tool that will bring you back present, calm your body down, calm a child down that's having a meltdown in the room, or maybe an adult at this point, right? Everyone's yeah. The energies on this planet are very heightened, as we know. Um, there's a lot, you know, going on. And so you choosing to breathe, when you get free, you help the world get free as well. So what more of, you know, a beautiful gift than to breathe for your all your relations is what we say in First Nation medicine. It's beautiful. Yeah. Do you want me to do it? Sure. Would you? <laughs> sure, of course. Okay. 
And just kind of notice what you're noticing in your body. Just noticing, are you um, bigger on the in-breath or the out-breath? Like what makes more noise? A lot of times people who have been suppressed or stifled in terms of their voice or their message, they have self-worth, self-esteem, they're quieter on their in-breath than their out-breath. So one of the things you can do to take your power back um, and contribute to your community and family and the planet is to breathe and recognize you do have a voice. You do have a message. You are here on this planet for a reason. You can contribute to consciousness. You can collaborate and co-create consciousness on this planet and be a light. And in, when you create space between the molecules and you help things become less heavy and less dense, you light a path for others to be and do the same. Because we, our well-being is the most important thing for us on the planet. And <clears throat> we, when we allow ourselves to be versus do, that is a, that is a way of being uh, that if you give yourself that gift, you can actually show people as well. Um, not in a deciding for them, but giving them a possibility yeah. to live differently. Thank you. That's like, I know it's exactly what my struggle always has been. So it's yeah. So the busy, you know, before this all got created, the busy was a big, almost, um, I say addictive energy of go of do, do, do busy, 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 go a hundred miles an hour. Well, at a point there, it was a hard stop. And now we've got mm-hmm. so many other things coming, um, and um, getting created here on this planet, our well-being usually has literally has the word "be" in it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Can we allow ourselves to be? Because a way of being is a lifestyle. Being the space between the molecules, letting go of some of the density that no longer serves us on this planet. Being a light, being lightness that changes dark forces. Right. Mm-hmm. That helps not feed on energies that are in the wrong direction. You know, if we want to be the energy that we want to see in the world, like I said earlier, then we get to breathe and we get to recognize that we do have a voice. We do have power. We can take our power back. Uh, We can use our gifts. We can create or um, contribute by using our tools, using our breath and, uh, you know, being a voice for hope right now for people. Mm -hmm. Lighting a path for people to choose a different possibility. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your time and your wisdom. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I, um, you know, the picture I see is a dandelion seed when you blow on it mm-hmm. and it goes out to the wind. What if uh, everyone who's listening right now to your amazing podcast and message and the impact and movement that you're creating lights a path for people to choose something different? I'm grateful and honored and blessed to be a part of it. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll put it in the show notes too, but where can everybody find you? Yep. WendyWiseHealer.com. So it's my first and last name, WendyWiseHealer.com. And you can go and check out there. I think there's an audio too that they can download or listen to for the wise working um, as well. If they'd like to put it on SoundCloud or whatever and take it with them. Just again, don't choose that when you're driving because most people aren't used to having that much space in their body. Mm-hmm. Most people try to fill up space because they don't, it's uncomfortable for them. So that it might make a little lightheaded or floaty or spacey or dizzy. That's kind of the point, but just don't do it while you're driving. Yeah. 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you so Thank much. You so much. Yeah, and have a great weekend. Thank you. Too. Okay. Bye. Bye.